Hey y'all, you're back on another episode of You're Your Biggest Critic. This week we have someone who's just so special to my heart. I'm so excited to have her. She's a great mentor, a good friend, and an even better mom and businesswoman. Um, everybody give a warm welcome to Kate Willis, all the way from Alabama. That's weird to say because she used to live right down the street. <laughs> it does sound so weird, Maddie, but I am super excited to be here and to, to chat with you today. Yes, I'm so excited. Y'all, today we're going to be talking about identities and how you have multiple identities, but to always remember like who you are and yes, you can give a hundred percent into something, but don't let it consume you. And I feel like Kate's a really good, just advocate of that because y'all think I'm busy or you're busy. This girl, mm, she's so busy. She's a mom of three. She's a businesswoman. They just moved. They're just all over the place in the best way. Like I literally love hanging out with them. They always bring laughter into my life. It's so fun, but I feel like she does a really good job of trying to like balance and remember that her identity is in Christ, but also in herself and that, yes, she is a mom a businesswoman and a wife and she does everything around the household but also she can have some alone time you know without feeling guilty so we're going to be talking about that and diving into it and she's going to be giving us some advice um to the younger generation so um I wanted to start this topic because you know school's starting and you know we have all these events at least trying to start up again now with the pandemic and so you know, just to remember to be centered and to remember to be who you are meant to be in this life. Cause we only have one life to live y'all and it should be a fantastic one. So let's start off with some questions. Um, Kate, would you like to say anything yeah. else? Like introduce yourself? Um, sure. Okay. Great. So like Maddie said, I'm a mom. I'm, I'm married to Nate. I have, we have three boys. Um, and they are two, five, and seven, and they are crazy 100% of the time. Um, they're like real boy boys. Um, I am a nurse practitioner and work part-time, and I also have a small business where I do basically wellness consulting for people working on like hormones and gut health. Um, so yes, I'm juggling a lot of things. Um, I don't think I do it all perfectly, um, but I have learned a little bit along the way <laughs> about about what balance or even like flow. I think sometimes balance is like we have this idea that we're going to find perfect balance between all the areas of our life. And I think more it's just that sometimes one area of our life needs more than another area of our life. And so we, we shift and we, um, we give that area what it needs. And then we shift again when things change. So I think flow is maybe more what I'm, what I would call it. So. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, I think you do a great job because I could not <laughs> do it all like you do. I'm constantly running from one thing to the next. And at the end of the day, I'm like exhausted. I can't do any more. So you're doing a great job. Um, so, um, I'm just going to start off with some questions and, you know, we can just chat. So why do you think we put our identity in other, in other things, like grasping for other things? It yeah. could be biblically, or it could be just like worldly or, you know, whatever. So I think we put our identity in what we value. And so I think, um, 
I think that's probably, in my opinion, the root of it. So if I value my appearance, I'm probably going to spend more time and money (laughs) on my appearance, whether it's working out or, you know, having Botox or whatever. Again, like not things that are wrong, but you're going to see that I value that because I put my time and money there. Um, if I value making a lot of money, like that's where I'm going to put my time and and effort into that, into making a lot of money. Um, so I, I, I think really it depends on kind of like, where's our heart? What's our, like, what's inside of our heart and what, where do we think we're going to find significance? Um, ultimately, um, Sometimes I think we find significance in just being busy. Um, and we, hold on one second. You're fine. Ask dad. Go ask dad. Um, <laughs> Is that big? So sorry. Um, little interruption. Um, I don't know if you can edit that out, but. Um, <laughs> You're fine. I, I, I think ultimately we're going to, wh- where we spend our time, where we spend our money, where we find our identity really reflects like what we think is important. Um, I think sometimes the world around us tells us what we think is important. Um, so if we are investing a lot of time, um, I don't know, you need to leave. <laughs> Hey, Ben. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Yes, sorry. That was very discombobulated. I miss your kids so much. Yeah, we're we're crazy. We're crazy. Um, Yeah. Yeah, your finished thought. (laughs) Yes, that that was my finished thought. (laughs) Okay. No, I agree because like, I feel like sometimes the world tells us we need to be a certain way, look a certain way, go to college a certain like time. And everybody is so different and everybody's behaviors are so different and everybody's like mannerisms and the way we think and act and our like um, beliefs and stuff, which I think is so cool because we can all put our identity into something else. And that's what makes our world go round. But I feel like sometimes it gets, especially young girls in trouble when they put their identity in social media or they put their identity in a certain celebrity, which I'm so, I'm so guilty of. Like I still do it. I'm 21 years old. Like, yeah. um, so what advice would you have to those girls who are putting their identities on social media? Cause social media, I say this all the time is on a rise. Social media is on a rise right now and it doesn't seem to be stopping. And it is, yeah. Yes, I believe social media is good because I'm able to build a platform and talk about the important topics of mental health and advocacy. But also, you see girls struggling with body image, body dysmorphia, um, and you know, anxiety and depression because they don't look a certain way. They aren't. They don't weigh the certain way as that person, Mm -hmm. or which is sad. And so, what advice would you have to a young girl who maybe is struggling with her identity in social media and how to get out of that rut? So I think the first thing I would say is having an understanding of where you are, like, I guess, stepping back from 
maybe taking a day or an afternoon to like evaluate your life, like where you are in regards to like, where, where are you spending your time? Where are you spending your money? Where are you, where do you find yourself getting like anxious or sad or down or stressed out? Like, what are those things? Maybe getting all those things down on paper. And then from there, kind of looking and trying to like, I mean, maybe you already know, maybe you already know, I place my identity in, in this, I place my identity in, in this particular thing, but maybe you don't. So spending some time developing like a, yeah. an idea of like, where is my identity? Like, where am I putting my identity? Um, I think the second thing with social media, I would real, you know, I grew up without social media. I know that's hard to believe that there was a time that I ever didn't exist, but I went through my whole middle school, high school, and really even college without social media. Um, Facebook, believe it or not, became, became like a big thing when I was out of college. Um, and so I think consider stepping back a little bit from yeah. social media. And I don't mean like deleting all your accounts or like checking out forever, but maybe you put a time limit on your phone or maybe you delete accounts um, of people who you know are triggers for you. Um, I, I really think, you know, if we're seeing people that look a certain way or even like, maybe you start a little business, a, a business after college and you are following all these like entrepreneurs and you're seeing all these people and thinking like, oh my gosh, they're so successful and I'm so unsuccessful. And like that puts you in this downward spin. Maybe you need to unfollow them. Um, maybe I heard myself just- doing that with different podcasts. I'm like, <laughs> why is my pod- why is my like engagement down this week? And their engagement is up this week. How can I like better do it? Like better do it for next time. Like what can I have my um, marketing like person do more mm-hmm. of? Like what, like what is going on? I was spiraling and I was like, but wait, I'm different though. I'm marketing different than them. Also, our topics are completely different. They're mm-hmm. a gossip um, podcast. I'm a mental health advocacy podcast. So of course, we're going to be in two different engagement groups. And I feel like we have to remember different. that. Completely different. And while I think it's okay, like for taking the example of being an entrepreneur, it is okay to have goals and to want to move things forward for your business or your podcast or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. I think ultimately like examining, am I spending all day comparing myself to people who have what I think I want to have? Mm -hmm. And is that affecting me negatively? Um, I think that's, that's important. I think social media can be awesome, can be fun. I think it can also be super toxic. Um, And so I think just like looking at what it's doing to our hearts is in, in a really like honest, mm-hmm. sincere way is really important. And, th- and then making, not being afraid to make some changes in how we interact with social media based on how it's affecting us. Yeah. I like that. Good. I'm going to use that because I find my, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I love 
like people's honesty and people's like rawness and I like I'll be raw with you guys when you're like I struggle with the same things that everybody mm-hmm. else struggles with the 21 year old girl trying to find a job out of college being a senior in college trying to find mm-hmm. you know um just things in my personal life like so I think that if we all talk about it and be like we're all on the same page then we all can help each other and form a good alliance and a good group it sounds like a big kumbaya but like maybe we all need that because like Kate said like social media is so great but it's so toxic at the same time I find myself scrolling and scrolling and scrolling on TikTok to the wee hours of the morning after I said I was going to bed at 11 o'clock why because like I'm fascinated with how the algorithm works but is my fascination becoming an obsession we also Mm -hmm. need to realize what is a fascination and what's an obsession because they're two different things Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're becoming fascinated with somebody okay that's great like look at their page a couple times whatever but if you become obsessed where you're paralyzed and you can't do anything and it brings you anxiousness and depressed and OCD like tendencies and like that's when you like Kate said you need to take a step back and really look at your heart and be like why do I want to be like them? Because one, God made you the way you're supposed to be made. And two, your life is different from theirs. Like everybody's mm-hmm. life is so different and everybody has crap going on in their lives, whether they want to admit it or not. So we should never envy or idolize someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think, it's so hard though. It's so hard um, because like uh, Kate gave me this really good book and it was like, um, it was like envy something. I still have it. I didn't know if you wanted it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 all yours. Yeah, moving. But anyway, so it was like envy. It's like we always want the next season of our life. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like I am a college graduate now. Okay, like now I want a job. Well, now I want a fiance. Well, now I want to get married. Well, now I want kids. And it's like nothing will ever fulfill us, one, but God. But two, with being content in your lives. And I say this a lot, like you can't love yourself. Mm-hmm. Our, you can't love others until you love yourself. And so if we put our identity in God and ourselves, we could conquer the world because mm-hmm. like we are strong in what one we believe in and two us, which is hashtag girl power. Like yeah. you know, we can rise up and become all these great entrepreneurs and all these things and um, really just be our true authentic selves. Then I feel like all of our world problems would kind of just go away for a little while. What do you yeah. think, Kate? Yes, because we won't be striving to fit some other mold that isn't us. Like it's yeah. not, I think there's so much striving to be who we think we're supposed to be when really, like, we need to let ourselves be like the person that God created us to be, like our own personality, our own gifts, our own failures even um there's there's so much of that that goes into failures are not are failures are not failures unless you stay on the ground it's what you do when you get back up Mm -hmm. so everybody if you're listening and you're struggling with your identity get back up because we can do it it's an everyday battle it's it it will be okay um it's a hundred percent part of life i mean we i mean we don't see the hundreds of failures that people on Instagram have. Um, We don't see like even oftentimes our friends, I think we see or we notice their successes, the things that they're doing well or the things that are great about them. Um, Not that we should, I think, be looking for other people's failures. That's not what I'm saying, but I I think we don't see the whole picture of people we we see just sort of the good and with ourselves 
we tend to see a lot of just the, the negative or the bad. So I think just, man, being a little gracious with ourselves and mm -hmm. understanding that failure is human and it's normal yeah. and it's even growing, something that can be good. Yeah. And growing up, I thought fa failure was like, oh my gosh, the end of the world. But now I'm like, if I fail one, I'm learning from that instance, but two, mm -hmm. it's what you do when you, if what you do when you get back up. And if you get back up, if you just let your failures beat you down and tell you who they think that you should be, well, then you're giving into it. So mm -hmm. we need to rise up and be like, you know what? I failed at this, but one, I'm going to try again. And if it doesn't work out, then I'm just going to move on. But two failures don't define you. You define yourself. So if someone sees you fail and then you get back up, they're going to be like, dang, that girl or boy is awesome because they just failed but now they're not letting it define them. They're literally getting back up and be like, I can do this. I'm pulling up by my bootstraps. I can do this. It's going to be okay. Yeah. And I think we all need to have that mental mentality, mental strongness. Like we talked about in the last podcast, because if we have that mental strongness, then we can get up every single day with a grateful heart and start our day with kindness and spread kindness throughout our community. Because also I feel like sometimes when our identity is not within God or within ourselves, we're like a little bitter. I don't know. Do you agree with that? I, I find myself doing that. I'm like, uh, like I'm in a cranky mood. <laughs> My sister's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm never in a cranky mood, Maddie. What are you talking about? I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm totally I'm kidding. Okay. Totally kidding. Maddie has seen me in a cranky mood probably a lot of times, but, but a hundred percent. I mean, I, I think we, it, it, how we see the world, like if we're not looking through eyes of faith or even like with hope in what is before us mm -hmm. we're gonna feel bitter we're gonna feel cranky we're gonna feel um stingy even like with our with our gifts like the gifts that God has given us mm -hmm. and so we're just gonna kind of like sit in our corner and be mad at what we don't have um and not grateful for the things that we do have yeah yeah I agree I feel like it's just all like every podcast. I'm like, we end up talking about ourselves, but I feel like it honestly starts within ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like everything starts within ourselves. If we want to do something, it starts within ourselves. If we want to change something, it starts within ourselves. If we want to change yep. our behavior within ourselves. So it's like, in no means I'm like, we need a perfect dystopian world. No, <laughs> that would be freaking weird after the few years. It we've would. Had. It but, would. Like, I think if we really just change our hearts and change our postures of our lives and like, you know, we can do it. Not saying like, it's not okay to have bad days. Like it's okay to have bad days, but like, you know, okay. opening a door for somebody or just saying, I hope you have a great day or checking in on your friends. You know, Kate and I are always texting and checking in on each other. And it's like a sweet friendship and having those really good and raw friendships are like really good too. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, Absolutely. Cause they will keep you on the straight path. Um, you know, my roommate used to nanny for Kate Bailey, mm -hmm. Lucas. She's, she's great. Love her, but she keeps me on the straightened path. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like we get really good at each other. So, um, so does our other roommate, Emma, like, you know, we just all keep each other straight. And if something's wrong, I know I can go to them and talk to them about it, you know, and it's good to have those kinds of friends. Cause when you're feeling down on yourself and you don't know who and what you are, it can be really hard and challenging. So yeah, to have people in your corner. 
Well, Kate, like another question I have, what would you give to like maybe a middle-aged woman who's really struggling with her identity with her job? Wow, that's a great question. Um, it's funny how ultimately like sometimes the things like the outward thing that we're concerned with changes, but really I think the heart of it doesn't change. Um, mm -hmm. I would say step back and think about like all of your different roles. Like what are all of your different um, roles and responsibilities? Mm -hmm. Why are you dissatisfied with your job? Is it not a good fit? Is it time for a career change? Is it more an internal issue of kind of dissatisfaction or something that's going on with you? So I, I think my first question would be like, like what's the why? Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. What, why, why are you, why are you struggling? Like, can you identify what the struggle is? And then I think number two, I would say like, what step can you take towards, um, I don't know if the word like contentment with your job or, or would that be a job change? Mm -hmm. Would it be like shifting your attitude about your job? Like, like where, where can you move the needle a little bit um, to align where you are right now with having more satisfaction in what you're doing? Um, maybe it will, it means a career change and it means going back to school or something like that. Yes. Maybe it means some big steps, but like, how can you move from just sort of like, you know how when you're just like, looking down like you know just your feet and it's this very limited view but like how can you lift your eyes up and see what's like everything that's ahead of you and all of the opportunities does that make sense like in sort of no. the no so I like, like lift your eyes up. I like that see what can you do where can you make a change and how can you shift your vision like actually change today or next week or even next year in your job how can you shift yourself in that and is there like a long-term mm -hmm. shift that you're going to make in your career like that you can start moving towards well I like that because like I love how and I hope it continues to really increase in this we're still kind of wonky on it but I love how um our society is now like really like you know like go to college but like don't stress about getting a job after college because like you don't necessarily have to use your degree it's kind of just like a piece of paper saying you did it yay four years and major mm -hmm. student debt and then you go and get a job and most people that I've talked to because I'm a senior in college most people that I've talked to don't use their degree, but they are the happiest at their jobs. They love mm -hmm. it. They absolutely love it. And, and they have nothing to do with their degree. Like one of my friends, Mia, she was on the podcast. She was like a religion um, major at Meredith. She's now in like HR at a company and absolutely loves it. It's right up her alley. She's like, why mm -hmm. did I major in religion? I don't know. <laughs> we always joke about it. But um, so I love how like you can find your passion, like you can have a passion and get a degree in it but then it may, but the world is always changing. So we're always changing and we're molding into more and more who we are. And like, it's okay to change career paths when, yeah. you know? And I would add 
there are also jobs now that did not even exist 10 years ago or 20 years ago. And so for someone who's kind of in my stage of life, like maybe there's something out there that wasn't even an option when you were 20 or 25, you know? So um, that's the cool thing is that the world is changing really quickly and maybe there's a way to use the skills that you've developed in one job for a job that like is a new, just a new field and a new yeah. venture. Yeah. Um, so I think that's pretty exciting too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, I, yeah, I was about to say there's so many jobs on like social media now or like um, mm-hmm. podcasts are now big and like, like making your own business. Um, like I have a family who I babysit for. It's his brother, his dad, and then him they all started a, um, like a barbecue kind of like sauce business together. And so like, that was really cool. That happened over quarantine, you know? Um, and yeah, so it's like, anything can really happen if you put your mind to it and really just put a hundred percent into it. Yes. Um, so, um, my next question is, you know, you're a mom, I'm a nanny, (laughs) Um, I think, you know, where this is going, how can, what advice can you give to moms now who are maybe struggling with like, maybe you're a new mom, or maybe you're just like a mom who's really stressed out and feels guilty when you're not with your kids, but when you're with your kids, you're a little cranky because you're spent every waking moment with them. Like what, like, you know, like the mom guilt, the identity of being a mom and a wife and a house, you know, keeper of all the things. Um, cause I feel like we talked about that a lot. Um, you know, cause I'm with kids for nine hours a day. <laughs> Literally. I love them. It's all my heart, but like, I give more praises to moms. I think than I ever have. And especially my own mom, because like coming home from that, I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, and y'all are on yeah. the clock all the time. Can you give advice to moms who are feeling like kind of like, you know, tired and like, um, mom guilt for not being with their kids all the time. But then when they are with their kids, like it's like not as enjoyable because you're cranky or, you know, you're struggling with like your identity is being your kids, being a wife, being like a shorthanded cook, you know, all the things, the carpooling, the play dates and stuff. And like, can you give advice for them? Yeah. Abs- <laughs> not put your identity absolutely. in that because you also have a life because you're also <laughs> a human being with emotions. <laughs> yes. I, th- I think for moms, the hardest thing is not the task, but the emotional weight of parenting. So we're carrying the emotional weight of kind of everything that happens to our kids and ourselves all the time. So like all the ups and downs. So just acknowledging that parenting is hard. I think the second thing that I would do is I would ask, what are your priorities as a parent? And I'm not asking that in like a judgy way. (laughs) I'm just saying like, every family, every mom is going to have different priorities. And so maybe you look at what your priorities are and you decide to say yes to certain things. Like maybe like a sit down dinner is really important to you as a mom, or maybe, um, having, you know, certain like one-on-one to like an hour, you know, a little one-on-one time with each kid every day is important to you. So maybe you focus on those things and you let other things slide. Like 
maybe you don't keep up with the laundry quite as much as you were, or maybe you, um, you know, let your house be a little messier. So figure out like, what are your priorities and try to focus on that? Because the truth is like, if we try to do it all and be it all, like be everything, we're not going to really excel at anything. Um, I think realizing too, that first and foremost, like our kids need us and they don't need us all the time. And they don't need us like, you know, it, do, it doesn't mean that we can't have a life as parents, but like just sitting down with your kids on the sofa for 10 minutes, instead of making sure your kitchen is spotless, like may actually be worth more in the long run. Um, so just, I don't know, realizing those little connections that we have with our kids are really, really significant to them. Um, but we have complete freedom then to like, go out on a date night with our spouse or go out with girlfriends or have a career like wonderful parenting wonderful mothering can fit in the context of all of that so I don't know just freedom some grace with yourself and also just identifying like what are the things that really count in your family like what are the things that are most important um and really trying to focus on those yeah yeah. No, I like that. I really do. Well, do you have any last words for anybody? So I'm sure I have some last words. You know, I, th- I think one thing is that just in terms, not just about mothering, but I think this applies to everyone that, you know, every time we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else just by default. My dad told me that a long time ago and it always has really stuck with me so like with social media again not anti-social media I use it for my business I use it personally I love laughing at reels and all of that but um I, I think when I say yes to social media I'm saying no to other things and so I don't know just just being thoughtful and intentional about the way we spend our time um, is really important and makes a big difference. And so that's, I think my encouragement to people is just approaching life and our time with a lot of intentionality. I love that. Well, Kate, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it y'all. Um, you should check out her business as she's awesome and thank you so much for coming on remember to be kind humans you never know what someone's going through let's spread kindness around let's rise up and let's make the world our own i know we can do it hope you have a great week and remember to follow me on all my socials so you can keep up to date on all the you're your biggest critic podcast episodes and content thank you so much for listening hope you all have a great day thanks kate bye Bye.